Check it in vocal levels, boy! Parker, what you got there? Alright, I don't know how to play a mandolin. <laughs> if you or someone you know has been affected by boredom, you need to try Catch All Podcast. Consult your conscience before listening, as possible side effects may include, but are not limited to, an eight pack of abs due to excessive laughing, as well as incessant crying, like if the polarized caps melted from global warming. Listeners may also experience some level of existential crisis. Stop tuning in to Catch All Podcast if you realize that you are in fact listening to random rascals ramble on about random stuff. (coughs) Welcome everybody to Catch All Podcast. You are here with Adam and Parker. Hey. Hey. Parker, how you doing? Doing all right, Adam. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm just lounging we're, on your bed. Uh, yeah, we're in an unusual location, and that location being my bedroom, and we got Adam <laughs> lounge. I'm, I'm going to try and paint a picture. If you think of Kate Winslet from Titanic with her arms slung around her head, <laughs> but if you add about 50 pounds to her. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I'd add a little bit more than 50 pounds. And then if she had, like, a really hairy chest. <laughs> but... My shirt's on. Yeah, it's I'm, just lifted yeah, above yeah, my Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it's not a nude situation going on right now, but the. All right, and we got the the boy wonder of producing over here, Matthew, with us. What's up? Yeah, hey. and uh, but it's it's a very Titanic esque pose that Adam has. Yeah, it's very sensual. I'm just kidding. I'll stop. Yeah, I'm just. <coughs> I'm dying. You gotta go to the doc. I think you are starting to die. <laughs> I think you're actually starting to die. <laughs> I think I am after that little move. Uh huh. But um, yeah. yeah. I. Are we I going into ketchup territory? Let's go into ketchup territory. Well, I was going to do we, a little, little doing... pre plug. Oh, you pre plugging? Yeah, Let's do pre plug. Um, welcome to Catch All Podcast, where you can find us on Facebook, hey. Insta G, hey. where Parker just posted a new picture of his soup with oh, a basket yeah. on top. Oh yeah, she's getting nasty. Think about putting a lift kit on that puppy, on the old Subi. Yep. She's going to be getting gross. We're going to go on off-road and get some nice sweet pics. Sweet pics. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find us on Twitter. Yup. Do, do you ever tweet anything? Occasionally. I'll tweet the episodes out. So, if, I mean, if you want a way to keep up with fresh episodes, I'd go out to Twitter. Yeah. Uh, subscribe on iTunes <coughs> and throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. If you'd be so inclined, we'd really appreciate it. That would be wonderful. Adam, catch hey. us up. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. This It's been a really good week. Um... I got a new car. You did. We just went for a road in her. <laughs> we just we just rode in her. Rode in the rogue. We did a road yeah. sport. It's, it's a sharp little car. I, I mean, like it. I man. like it. I'm I'm really excited. <coughs> it's a 2017. Literally got it with seven miles on it. Oh, dirty! Like I pulled it out of the parking lot with seven miles uh-huh. on it. I've only bought one new car, mm-hmm. which that was my second Ford Fusion. I had a Ford Fusion. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. If we're going OG, I had a Chevy Silverado that was a piece of crap. Really? I had a 1999 Chevy Silverado that I drove in high school for a little while. I did not know that. And the engine crapped out on it. Huh. So I got rid of it and traded in for a Ford Fusion. So I drove the 08 Ford Fusion for a while, and then when I got a big boy job and grew up a little bit, I traded that in and bought a brand new car, which was another, a 14 Ford Fusion. Yeah. And... It was new, but they had to drive it from another lot somewhere, so mm-hmm. it had a couple hundred miles on it. Yeah. 
But they did the thing where they didn't count that towards the warranty or something like that. Yeah, we um we have to do that at Chronic every mm-hmm. now and then. Where I mean, we do this thing. It's a dealer trade, is what it's called. Yeah. And um, I mean, that way, whenever the manager says something like, I. Well, hey, I can get this car with this interior for you. That's what we'll do. We'll trade a vehicle mm-hmm. with the same or roundabout similar value mm-hmm. and trade it with another dealer. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then I traded the few my old newer old Fusion in for the Subaru Crosstrek, which is my current car, and I am loving it. So yeah. much fun taking her off. It's just more of an adventure car. It's more of what I'm into now. So. <laughs> You're an adventurer. Yeah. She's going to get used a lot. I already threw the kayak up on there. Went to North Carolina. Yeah. That was a whole... Did I... Did, I can't remember if I talked about that on the podcast itself. We're having the window busted out. I don't... The first big road trip I took in the car had this kid at freaking Nanahala Outdoor Center, which... Nanahala Outdoor Center, every time, is an adventure in and of itself. Because... Yeah. I've been going there for a couple years now, and like mm-hmm. every time I go, it just gets a little weirder and weirder and weirder. Yeah. And Zach and I have decided we're going to take it upon ourselves to make the NOC great again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to? Yeah, we're slowly we're going to slowly unravel this plan. Are you going to like build a wall or something? I don't know how we're going to do. We're going to have to like drive out the <clears throat> riffraff because there's some riffraff who thought it would be funny to throw a rock to play with his friends <laughs> in a parking lot full of cars. Mm. And he hit my window, and it shattered my window. And then, yeah. Instead of building a wall, build a dam. I mean, I mean that's 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 a lot more outdoorsy than a wall. It may be. It, yeah. it, it suits the atmosphere. Away. Yeah. So the I mean, the NOC's NOC's just a whole. I don't know. I enjoy it, but I hate it at the same time. You know, it's one of those things like McGuire's. <laughs> we, yeah. we go Man. there. We go there when we know the service we're going to get. We know the quality of the food, and it's never going to be that good. But yeah. we keep going back. Yeah, I well tonight was the first night I'd ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean the food was good. The chicken tenders kind of reminded me of like Six Flags chicken tenders. Six Flags. Yeah. Okay. But I mean it was it was like mediocre. Close enough. Uh huh. The diet coke was good. Tasted like diet coke. Well, you can't really mess that up unless you're just not carbonated. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, and um, that's uh, that's pretty much the biggest thing that happened to me. I mean, went in on my off day at work and I had been thinking about getting a new car. Mm-hmm. But was this like a spur-of-the-moment decision? It, I, mean, I feel pretty, like it was because you hadn't really been talking about it. I've been leaning toward... You know, I've wanted a Rogue since before I started working at Chronic. Uh-huh. I, just, I like them. I like the way they look, and I've always... I like Nissan. Yeah, I know. I started a trend with the crossover, so I know no, you're trying you to keep not. up. You're trying oh to keep up now. But um, then, I mean, the more I drove the Honda... Uh, How long had you had the Honda since it was since your Sonata was at wrecked? Yeah, about a year and a half. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. No, it'll be two years mm, later this month. Actually, oh, it would have been two years. Yeah, it's gone, right? It, it's traded in and gone. The Honda is, yeah. Okay. And um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, I I don't know. It's just it was, but it wasn't. I had been thinking about it, but I mm-hmm. didn't really intend on getting a new car yesterday. Uh huh. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy with it. I love it. It's got a lot of technology in it, and mm-hmm. it's an SV. So the SV is a step above base. Mm-hmm. But the main difference between the SV and the S is SV has the um, the dual AC mm-hmm. where you can have both sides dual of climate the car. control. Yeah. yeah, dual climate control. Um, let me think. <clears throat> and then most of them come with just a backup camera. Mm-hmm. But if this, you want to save the technology a little bit, we'll use that to segue into our topic. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, then I have another thing to say, but it's yeah, catch the uh-huh. technology. Oh, you want to? Okay, recite that. That's Spoiler fine. alert: We have a technology conversation for today. Yes. Um. Let's see. I was talking. Whoa, 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 whoa. Parker, catch us up. Okay. Thank you, Adam. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um. I was telling Adam earlier over dinner, asking if he had ever watched Serial or listened to Serial. I mm-hmm. guess you could watch it if you wanted to watch like a YouTube video of mm-hmm. an audio podcast, which would be kind of weird. But we have that on YouTube. We do have that on YouTube. Yes. So go to YouTube and <laughs> subscribe to us. Just um, watch our logo float yeah. around in the background while we talk. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I asked Adam if he has listened to Serial Season 1, which I've listened to it twice. It's really, it's true crime, which I'm not like super into, but it's always interesting to listen to it. So when I listened to Serial Season 1, I really got wrapped up and soaked into it and listened to, listened through it very quickly. (coughs) I recently got to thinking about, I was scrolling through Reddit and saw that someone had posted in the Serial subreddit asking about what other crime shows are in similar vein. And someone suggested Accused, which Accused takes the same format. It's a reporter doing a story, and it's a set amount of episodes. Yeah. And they have uh, one full season that's done, and then they just started the second season. But it's talking about a murder in uh, Oxford, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's in 1978, where a guy was accused of killing his girlfriend, went to trial, and was, is, it, is the term acquitted? Yes. He was acquitted. And then the family of the girl, the parents, sued him for wrongful death, and he was also acquitted. So he, um, I don't want to say got away because I have the gut feeling he's innocent, but he was proven innocent twice. Yeah. So this reporter went in trying to figure out who killed this girl or if, you know, Bob is the guy's name, if he actually killed her. And it, it did the same thing Serial did. It just wrapped me in because <coughs> something about it is just really fascinating. Like, a good mystery. Yeah. Is, there's just something to it that really wraps you, wraps See, you up. See, I'm not the biggest fan of those, but my mm-hmm. parents love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, with both of them, well, mom's retired now, but with mm-hmm. both of them being in law enforcement, mm-hmm. I mean, they just, they can't get away from it. Every yeah. night when I get home, they're watching, like, Dateline NBC. Oh, man. And, um, <clears throat> like, Cold Case Files, and then... They, Do it on Cold Case Files! Yeah. And they have, um... There's a couple of shows that come on, like, Oxygen. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I just... I can't watch them. I just... It, just it, like, do you have something adverse to them, or it just doesn't interest no, you, they, or... One, they don't interest me. I just... I don't... I just... I don't really like watching stuff that involves murder and death and stuff. Uh, it's just... Okay. Okay, I get, I understand that, like it's kind of gruesome, but there's something just about like the mystery of it, like yeah. the part of my mind that wants to know what happened. Like I guess the scientific part, mm-hmm. like figuring out the methodology behind it and wanting to understand <clears throat> the reasoning. Yeah, that's what gets me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just it, they're dark. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I it don't really dark. like dark. And you do have to kind of you have to <coughs> come to the realization because. It's not like fiction. Like this actually did happen. Yeah. So I mean, it's act- like it's a legitimate thing that took place. So that's also something you have to kind of turn to come to terms with in your head. Yeah, I just I <clears throat> I started or I watched Psych, and I know that's mm-hmm. I mean of course it's comedy, right? But that's that's really roundabout the only kind of like the furthest you'll go. Yeah. Uh, now that I did watch um, Breaking Bad, which you know that was that's considered a crime drama. Yeah, uh, okay, I can see that. I mean, it's under Netflix. It's crime TV shows. Mm-hmm. That's what it's classified under. Um, now Breaking Bad's one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, Breaking no Breaking Bad's Breaking Bad. <coughs> Breaking great. Bad. Breaking Bad. Uh, my mom's super big into like 
kind of mystery stuff. Like she loves audiobooks. That's her mm-hmm. bread and butter. She listens to audiobooks all the time. And I got her yeah. to listen to Serial season one. Season two is a little different because it's it's the same principle, like telling a story. But it's you have you heard of the guy Bo Bergdahl who abandoned his post in I think it was Iraq. Oh yeah. She did covered Bo Bergdahl mm-hmm. in the second season and oh. went through that whole thing. But uh yes, serial season one I got my mom to listen to and she really enjoyed it. And then there, it has like a sister show about the. It's a different reporter. I forget. It's a guy this time. Sarah Koenig did serial, but I forget what the guy's name. But he did a show called S Town, which started off with a murder, but ended up following the life of this one in particular guy, uh-huh. who like called and told him about the murder. What? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. S Town was good, so it's not. Mm-hmm. You may actually enjoy that one a little better because it's not. It starts off with a little hint of like murder, but mm-hmm. it doesn't follow that whatsoever. Huh. Kind of takes a change, but S Town's really good too. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, cool. Yeah, but uh, I guess speaking of podcasts, I actually this is a this is a shame, not like a plug, but like mm-hmm. a shameless plug. <laughs> um, I started using Pocket Casts. I was got, I got fed up with the iTunes podcast app. Uh-huh. It was never downloading things when they were supposed to. It's supposed to auto download whenever new episodes come out. Yeah. It was never doing it. Mine's not doing yeah. that either. And so I went on Reddit and was finding out what podcast app people were using and Pocket Casts is the one that people seem to universally suggest. It's like two ninety nine on the App Store. I'm looking it up now. And it was a well worth it purchase. You just have to go I mean you have to go in and like curate your library again. Yeah. But it get, it sends out sends out a notification whenever a new episode of one of my shows is ready, and then it just automatically mm-hmm. downloads it and doesn't seem to be having a problem. Yeah, the main show that I listen to is Bad Christian. Mm-hmm. And it's very very customizable. <laughs> like, you can change, mm-hmm. like, the skip, mm-hmm. how many seconds it skips ahead. So oh, change wow. it from 15, 25, 30, whatever you want it to. Dang. So it's pretty customizable, and it uh, seems pretty flawless. Like, they got it down pat. I'm sure Android users would love that. Mm-hmm. Android users, go find Pocket Casts. Um, Catch all podcasts on there. I checked. Nice. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I listen to Bad Christian. Do you listen to Pastor with No Answers? Um, anymore? I have before. I haven't recently. <coughs> I've I've let it lapse so long where it stopped updating. It's just I don't know. I kind of I'll get big into one show for a while and then I kind of yeah. lapse on it and then I'll maybe come back to it later. And Pastor with No Answers is just one that I've kind of lapsed on right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I listen to it every now and then. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But Bad Christian is my go-to. And then I listen to Art of Manliness. Have you ever heard of that? Art of Man- I haven't heard of this, Art of Manliness. It's, um, it started out as a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, they just it's a random blog. They do mm-hmm. a bunch of different, like, life skills and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. The podcast color covers a lot of, like, philosophy and just... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's interesting. You should check it out. I like um, it. I listen to Ask Science Mike, which is a weekly science faith life show where he answers questions... Now, really, that one's a, like a spinoff of... Uh, Science Mike is, no. does The Liturgists with David Gunger. Or Gunger? What's his first Gunger. name? Mike, Michael Gunger. Yeah, Michael Mike, Gunger. Not David Gunger, Michael Gunger. <clears throat> uh, Science Mike and Michael Gunger do The Liturgists together. Mm, but both of them, they've been on uh, yeah, Bad they Christian. Have, they, that's how I found out about Science Mike is through mm-hmm. Bad Christian. Michael Gunger had been on there as well. Yeah. So that's how I found out about The Liturgists, and then I found out... Science Mike does his own show, mm-hmm. just ask Science Mike, which is pretty interesting, which yeah. I do enjoy. Yeah, huh? Well, cool. And then uh, there's a YouTube channel I started watching a lot that covers a lot of politics and history called mm-hmm. Collins Last Stand. I like that. I've heard of that. Uh huh. I like I like learning new things. I've I've kind of gotten in that in a phase, <laughs> which I guess it's a good phase about just wanting to be more 
uh, in tune with what's going on in the world and stuff. Yeah. So, Colin, he has a very interesting... He has... It's a very specific <coughs> stance, but it's a stance that I kind of align with. It's it's very conservative. Yeah. But he's a libertarian, you know? He, yeah. He left the Republican Party over Donald Trump because he was so, like, distraught over all of that. And yeah. He... I don't think he joined the Libertarian Party, but he <laughs> voted Libertarian. So a lot of his values kind of align with Libertarian. Yeah. And um, uh, I listened to N- Up First with NPR, so I can get like the top oh, okay. top news stories of yeah. the day. Which NPR is, I guess, a slightly <clears throat> liberal-leaning. Yeah, I was so just thinking, they're not quite as liberals like CNN and all that. Oh, but, but no stretch of the imagination. No. But, so that's like two different stances. I, yeah. I try and vary my politics intake i don't want to get like in an echo chamber where i only hear this one thing yeah yeah i when it comes to politics i look at i mean fox news a lot because they don't really they don't really cover opinions Mm -hmm. um a lot of the later stuff stuff that comes on later at night like hannity and stuff Mm -hmm. hannity gets pretty opinionated which is pretty annoying but Mm -hmm. like um i'll watch shoot i can't even think of the names like fox and friends in the morning that's a Mm-hmm. Pretty good one, but <clears throat> other than that, I mean, I, NPR, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really like NPR. They they seem to do, I mean, of course, it's a liberal, li, li, slightly <laughs> liberal-leaning, little liberal-leaning, there's yeah. too many L's, uh, slightly liberal-leaning, but it's almost not, you know what I'm saying? It's very yeah. close to being, uh, what's the word? I'm blanking. What's the word? Help me out. Trying to think. I'm you know what I'm saying? Here. You know what I'm saying? I, I know it's what you're not, saying. It's not. It uh, biased. It's almost. Yeah, biased. It's almost <laughs> unbiased. Yeah. So NPR does a pretty good job of it. Um, so yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, and I've also been playing through the Batman Arkham games again. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. dude! So good. That Arkham City. Oh, uh, so good. Arkham. No, you haven't. We're gonna th- th- fire up Arkham oh, Knight dude. just a little bit before you leave, so you can okay. see. Just what you've missed in the jumping generation. It's so good. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you updated your PS Plus yet? Because you need to buy The Witcher before it goes off sale. It's I haven't thirty dollars for the Game of the Year edition. Dude. So much joy can be had from playing The Witcher. Right now. You said you were going to. I know. I'm sorry. I, before I planned on buying a car. Oh, oh I didn't know where you were going, dude. <sighs> let's transition to technology. All right, I'm, let's, um, I'm burned out. I said I said everything I can say. Yeah, Adam's got me frustrated again. Let's take a quick break, real quick. Can we, Matthew, sir? All right, Adam. This was not planned, but you know, as they say, you have the best thoughts while you're pooping or in the shower. This is very true. Uh, I was perusing on IGN as I do a lot of the times when I'm on the toilet, <laughs> and. I saw the Super Mario Odyssey review. Oh, I watched that earlier. So I wanted to get your quick thoughts on it and just the thoughts on the Switch real quick, like, in general. And then maybe if this drags out, it drags out. We won't cut it short. But then we'll get to our other topic that we have packed away. But yeah. what you think real quick? Okay, the Switch itself is it's a really cool concept. I like mm-hmm. the fact that... And it, if you haven't listened already, go back and listen to our episode that was on the Switch. I uh, like the fact that it is handheld, but you can plug it into your TV as mm-hmm. well. Got that dock, that dank, nasty dock. Leave that it hooked dank, up to nasty H- dock. HDMI. Uh-huh. But anyways, um, now, aside of the Switch, uh-huh. Super Mario Odyssey. Right. Looks like probably one of the best Mario games out yet. That's what 
I've been waiting for the Switch because there's nothing... I've been holding out on it, should I say, because there's nothing really that's been speaking to me right now. Sure, yeah. there's a bunch of like games that you can get on like your <coughs> PS4, Xbox, or whatever. Third parties, should I say. And you can take them portably, which is cool in and of itself. Like You can have them downloaded on your Switch, you can take them wherever you want. Yeah. But that's not really... I like playing like all my stuff on my PlayStation. Yeah. I like Nintendo for their Nintendo games. Yeah, of course. So... Mario's one of the Zelda. I've been waiting till you get all the. There's like going to be two big expansions for it. Yeah. And I just saw another article while I was on the toilet, IGN, that Reggie Fizeme, who's the pres, uh, I think the American president of Nintendo. Uh huh. Or president of Nintendo America. Yeah. Uh, said that the last Zelda expansion would come out before the end <laughs> of the year, so 2017. Yeah. So I mean, Zelda's going to be like one big complete experience now. Mario's out and is was given a ten out of ten from IGN. So, yeah, I mean it's it's good. Yeah. Now this um this it, Mario, I was watching that video and it looks like it's a lot more of a free roam mm-hmm. type Mario, kind of like Super Mario sixty four was. Not like galaxies. Yeah, not like the galaxies, and um, but it's really cool how there are parts where you can go into the tunnels. Uh huh. And you like get stuck to the wall, and uh-huh. it goes into the eight bit Mario. Uh-huh. Did you see that? No, I haven't. I mean, I haven't even watched the review. I just looked at the score and then <coughs> finished, wiped it. up. And then, you know, what's really scary is when you're wiping and the toilet paper rips, and you're just left down there with no protection. And you, there's that brief moment where your heart goes in your throat, and you <laughs> bring your hand up to look at it and see if you brought anything up with you. <laughs> yes, eight bit Mario looks really cool. Um. I, I don't know. You just like go into one of those green tunnels. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah, the pipes. Yeah, the pipes. And um, he goes in there. Oh, shit. Shut up. And um, he turns 8-bit. Uh-huh. And then it goes back to like the original Super Mario Brothers. That's cool. That's a nice callback. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm taking... I'm liking how they're taking like the old and mixing it a lot with the new. Yeah. The, the 3D action platformer and then every now and then giving the 2D platforming. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that you can do... Mm-hmm. Is um his hat? Yeah, I saw that's like the big promotional right now. It's his hat's like a character now, and he throws it and stuff, and it's got eyeballs or something. Matthew, don't you touch don't, that microphone? Don't touch the microphone. Don't you touch it? I will bite your hand off. <laughs> and then bite your head off, and then shove your hand down your throat hole, and sew your head back on, where you have to live with it, knowing that your hand was shoved down your throat hole. But, yeah, the hat was, um, it's like a second character, and Mario uses it, he can throw his hat, and he can jump on the hat and jump higher. Uh Uh-huh. And another thing, the hat's alive, and if he throws it and it lands on, say, a Goomba, lands on the Goomba, Uh and it, like, possesses it, and you can play as the Goomba. Uh Uh-huh. Did you see that? No, I haven't seen that. I mean, I've seen yeah. very little. But okay, that's cool. that's cool. And they showed one where it's one of the fish underwater, and he mm-hmm. threw his hat, and it landed on the fish, and he was swimming around like as the fish. So you take control as whatever character. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a possessive type thing. Mm. It's really, really cool. Okay. Like, I, I'm genuinely excited about this one. Wow. Yeah, that... See, I'm not so... I don't travel enough or go far away enough to like really warrant taking the switch like handheld yeah. what really interests me is just kind of leaving it hooked up but getting I mean these next gen you know Nintendo experiences whatever because the yeah. Wii U Wii U kind of suck but yeah and with, with this new um, 
back at E3 where they finally <laughs> talked about there being a Pokemon game, like a mainline RPG Pokemon for yeah. the Switch, that has me excited. Yeah, that'll know, be cool. I love me some Pokemans. Yeah, I, I watched something on that earlier. Or not and like Pokemon Tournament, that actually looks kind of fun too, like a, a fighting a Pokemon fighting game, that actually looks kind of fun. Oh, it's like a Pokemon Stadium. Uh-huh. Did you ever play that game growing up? Oh, Jake Laver and I played Pokemon Stadium on his Nintendo 64. Me and Zach used to play. That was a fun uh-huh. game. Uh, we played, he had a Nintendo 64, and I remember playing that, uh, there was a South Park, that was like a first-person shooter on it. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> oh, man, I remember it was, um... It had, it, like, turkeys or something. No, it was like right when The Passion of the Christ came out. No, no that but, one was the PS2 one. Huh? There was a South Park game when Passion of the Christ came out, and they made fun of that movie and Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. And, um, but that was PlayStation 2, I do believe. Okay, well, this one, I remember you could throw snow, throw snow, snowballs as one of your weapons. You could get dodgeballs at one point. You could pee on a snowball and make it like a bomb, and then what? turkeys were the enemy. I remember that. What? I remember turkeys were. I remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played... Uh, Legend of Zelda, <sighs> Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. and then played Pokemon Stadium. Nice. Mm-hmm. My main game. And one of the there's an old school Turok too that was for it. I don't remember which one it was. Huh. There was a Turok on it yeah, that we played a lot. <clears throat> My favorite game on the um, N64. I loved Super Mario 64. Oh yeah, Super Mario 64. And um, I don't know if you ever played. Did you ever play Diddy Kong Racing? You remember no. that game? No. Nope. That one was better than Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people say. Oh, man. So shots fired. Better. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're just laying it all out there. Well, I mean, it's just... But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just nostalgia. I love uh-huh. it. You have anything else that you want to say on the Switch, or you want to kind of say I think I'm good. All right, so... We don't even, I'm not even going to put a transition. Let's not put a transition. Let's keep going. Nah, we're good. All right, talk about some of the technology in your car. How are you feeling about it? How does it make you feel? <coughs> Very excited. Uh-huh. Um... I'm I'm glad I've actually got Bluetooth back, which that comes standard in cars now. Right, and I, aren't backup cameras standard now, or don't they have to be standard by like They're 2020 or something like that? Not quite standard yet. I know the base Altimas, it's all uh, optimal, optional. Uh huh. Um, but isn't isn't there a rule in place where by a certain year all cars ha- has to be standard to have a backup camera? Not to my knowledge. Uh, they now they will. They will more than likely make it standard because I mean that's what they did with Bluetooth. I know mm-hmm. the um, all Centrus have Bluetooth, all Altimas have it. The um, only car that doesn't have Bluetooth is the Versa. Uh-huh. Now, and I'm I'm just talking for Nissan just because. All right, Versa. I don't want to sound derogatory, but Versa is like a low end. It's it's just a basic model. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean I'm I'm genuinely excited about all the technology. Like it. It's got text message assist on it where if I get a text message, it shows up on the LCD screen. It's got a 7-inch LCD screen. Mm-hmm. And I can get it to read it out to me, which is super cool. <clears throat> Adam. Yes? Affordable cars with a standard backup camera. Last year, the United States Department of Transportation and subsidiary, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, Proved a mandate to require all new vehicles weighing less than 10,000 pounds to have a backup camera by 2018. Okay. Suck my dick. Well, I mean, I, I, I wasn't arguing against you. No, I just I just wanted to yeah. make sure. I, I felt like I had heard that somewhere, so I wanted to actually check this. Sorry, I bumped the, bumped the mic. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to check 
fact yeah. check real quick. Yeah, I. That's what I was saying. Though I feel like they probably would because Bluetooth is pretty much standard mm-hmm. in all cars. Now, the one thing that you pointed out that I'm just I'm completely fascinated with it. I don't understand how this works. You have a backup camera, but you also have like the above you camera that's just it's... like an aerial view of your car <laughs> and the surrounding environment. Yeah. Which is not like the actual view of your car. Mm-hmm. It's a animated car, but the environment is the actual environment. You can yeah. see like in front, behind. It's just one continuous mm-hmm. field of view, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's um Nissan. It's Nissan patented. It's called All Around View. Uh huh. And um, it, that's uh, they do it to make it look like an aerial view. That way, it makes it easier to back into a parking space. Mm-hmm. And um, like I told you earlier, we use that all the time on the lot mm-hmm. when we're moving, moving cars, cars. around. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's super nice to have. Uh-huh. I love that. But um, and then another thing I <coughs> really like is uh, there's this in the tires. Mm-hmm. There's a sensor. I actually didn't tell you about this earlier. Now, is, is, is it give you an actual like PSI readout of how many? It does, but uh-huh. when you're filling up the tires, there's a sensor. Uh-huh. I guess it's um, like inside where the air goes. Uh-huh. I can't think of the name right now. I'm having a brain fart. The uh, nipple. The nipple. Yeah. Is it just the nipple, or is the there's maybe another word? I mean, for I guess it? technically stem? it would be a nipple or air stem. 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 Air stem. Boom. Got it. Car stuff. But um, Subaru when you fill it up, what? No. <laughs> Nissan Rogue. <laughs> but when you fill it up, it gets to a certain air pressure. Uh huh. And the horn beeps and the lights flash. I'll let you know that you've gotten to read. Yeah. That's cool. That's a handy little trick. And when you go over, the horn beeps three times. And then there's and a hand the shoots out flashing. the tailpipe and flicks you off. Yeah, it says you're an idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so cool. That's interesting. Yeah, That's just, just a nice like, quality of life improvement. Yeah, it really is. And, man, there's just so much stuff in that car. And then <clears throat> Nissan Connect, there's an app where mm-hmm. I can cut my car off and on with mm-hmm. my phone. Okay. It's just it's the little things. Yeah, how do I mean? Do you think they're getting like too connected? Because this this is kind of where we were going and what we wanted to talk about is just like technology and cars, and we'll kind of talk about smart homes too. Yeah. Do you think they're too connected? I I do mm-hmm. and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because they're doing it they're strictly for convenience. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes it easier. That's one thing I know Apple was shooting for. I mean, when they came out with the iPhone, everything they're doing, mm-hmm. it's got your calendar in there. You can set appointments in your phone, mm-hmm. set reminders and all. So, I mean, it's it's there to, I guess, make life easier. Uh-huh. It, I do, I love technology. Like, Tesla is one of my favorite companies. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And then just buying a house has me thinking about it a lot, too, because I, I'm starting to want to, like, connect parts of the house. Not, yeah. not to an extreme I'd like to get a smart thermostat. I've been looking at an Ecobee 4. Oh, yeah. Which is a... Uh, I was looking at a Nest, but they don't support... I don't know if it's the new versions don't support iOS, or they just don't support iOS as well as the Ecobees do. I'm thinking they just drop support for iOS for some reason. Because I remember um, back at uh, a couple of years ago when Liberty Tech and Griffin used mm-hmm. to used to be like an Apple store. It's not... I don't yeah. know what they are anymore. It's like either. a consulting firm or something now. Like <laughs> it's something. I walked in there with my MacBook and was like, "Hey, I need some help fixing this." And she's like, "We don't do that anymore." And because <laughs> it used to back in the day, it used to be just an Apple store. Yeah, and I miss that too. They were uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, it was convenient having one that close. When I first got my computer, the screen was messed up, and they were the ones who fixed it. Yeah. So it's convenient having one right in Griffin. But regardless, 
when I was they they carried nests in there. That was the point mm-hmm. of that. They had nests in the Apple Store. They don't do that anymore because nests drop iOS support. Yeah. So when I was googling for smart thermostats, and that's what it could be for. But it, it's just that little quality of life stuff is how it learns when you're there and not there, and can like turn on the air such a length of time before you get home to have it at an mm-hmm. appropriate temperature when you get home. Yeah. So it's, it's those little things like that, and you can you can you know if you want to laying in the bed and don't want to get out. I mean, it's kind of lazy, but if you're laying in the bed and you want to turn the heat up or the air down, you can just do it from your phone without having to get out of the bed. And it's just yeah. little touches like that and put little sensors in different rooms of the house so you mm-hmm. can tell if this room is getting hotter than any of the other rooms. It doesn't, like, overwork itself. Yeah. Well, it's funny you said that about laying in bed. That's why I was kind of laughing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you're lounging about. Yeah, with that Kate creepy Wins- Kate Winslet style. Yeah. But, um... I, you know, we've got Hugh, Phillips Hugh bulbs mm-hmm. in our house now, and um, <coughs> we've got the bridge set up in the office, plugged up through our router, uh-huh. and I've got it set to where every night when I pull into the driveway, uh-huh. like, I've gotten to where I slowly pull in just because I like to watch my bedroom light just kind of fade on, because uh-huh. I've got it set to where every time I pull in and, like, my phone connects to the Wi-Fi, my bedroom light's cut on, uh. and um, we've got one... For, or we've got a few bulbs for the living room. Mm-hmm. We've got one for my overhead light, or uh, like four bulbs for uh-huh. my overhead lights, and then my bedroom lamp. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get one for the deck once we put a roof over it. Mm-hmm. And um, no, it's just super convenient. I, every every night when I lay down, I kind of, I, I say, sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. Mm, I'll say, hey Siri, please turn my bedroom lights off. And she'll say, Okay, turning off your bedroom lights. Uh-huh. And my lights just fade on off. So, the Philips, are the bulbs themselves, they're connected to the hub. Mm-hmm. And the hub is connected to the router, and that what communicates everything. Yeah, the hub, it's called a bridge. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I guess there's like little Wi-Fi receivers in there. Mm-hmm. And or Bluetooth in the bulbs themselves? No, it hooks through Wi-Fi. The bulbs have Wi-Fi? Yes. Oh, it's um like if you hold the bulbs, they're like a, I would think it would be like a proprietary some some kind of wireless communication like yeah. Bluetooth or something. So they have Wi-Fi. Like it's oh. it's Wi-Fi. Okay. And it, like if you hold the bulbs, the bulb itself's got like this plastic coating on the outside. It's a pretty uh-huh. thick, and then it's thick. got yeah real thick, thick, thick and juicy. Uh-huh. And um, it's got like a plastic coating Eat around that it. like groceries. That's disgusting. But um. <laughs> Yeah, it's Wi-Fi. Okay, that's cool. I, I don't know if I want to go, or at least right now, go that far, because Emily's very much not that. I'm the kind of the tech-savvy one. She's just kind of, <coughs> like, very content with what she has and will run it for quite a while. I'm not forefront of, like, technology and stuff, but I, yeah. I, I'm, I, I like new tech, and it's fun. Like, it's getting time for a new telephone. It's not I have to have one every year, but it, yeah. two years I've had it, or to almost two and a little bit yeah it's starting to uh oh sorry i just got a text message for it okay um it's getting to that point it's like two years and a couple months where it's starting to show its age a little bit and it's starting to get time to upgrade but it's not like it's something that i need every single year but it's fun it's fun to play with around that kind of stuff so that's why i think an ecobee would be kind of fun like a little project and like my aquarium it's hooked up to the (coughs) to an aquarium controller that's hooked to the internet so like i can see my pH and uh, temperature anywhere as long as I have a cell signal, I can check on my aquarium or turn stuff on and off, which yeah. is kind of cool. And um, 
you know Josh Kilcrease, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. He is wanting to get something called a Kemper. Do you know Kemper. what those are? Kemper. Uh-uh. It's um, it's fork <laughs> production, like mm-hmm. recording and all. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a digital processor mm-hmm. where I guess you type in the name for an amp. It's a huge database, mm-hmm. and um, when you type in the name for an amp or something like that, I. And correct me if I'm wrong, like if anybody does any kind of fact checks or anything. Oh yeah, feel free. Comment yes. on our Facebook page. But what it does, it mimics any amp that's ever been created. Okay. So like you can get your your orange out just, there. Just in the, it, it's got it already preloaded in the mm-hmm. database, and it can yeah. just automatically just pull it up, and mm-hmm. you're imitating that amp. Okay. Yeah, and he's wanting to get one that way he can plug it into their system at church and use that. Uh-huh. And um, so you just have tones after tones after tones yeah. without having to like. Okay, that's I think they're they're priced at like a couple of thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, but um, and I know I've looked at a few videos, and I mean they're. They're super good. See, I, I just don't know how I feel about some of some of that kind of stuff. Like I've seen, um, like pedal board apps where you buy uh-huh. like a, a, a pedal uh-huh. for your pedal board or whatever, and then everything runs through the app, and yeah. then you kind of load your pedal on there. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about that because I don't know how reliable that digital sound is going to be. There's something about having that physical pedal there that you know you're running through <laughs> and you're getting the sound that you want out of it. Well, it's kind of like when you're looking at, um. Well, this just went from technology to music. So. Hey, that's how conversations work. Yeah. Um, it kind of makes me think of when you're listening to just a standard digital amp, mm-hmm. and then you put it next to a tube amp. Mm-hmm. There's something about that just raw... An- that analog signal yeah. that you're missing in that digital signal. Yeah, There's something that you just won't be able to replace like that. Yeah. Or uh, Oh, another good example. A record player. Uh-huh. When you drop that needle on the record right yeah, before that, that track plays, that tactile feel yeah, of it, it's just it, there's just there's nothing better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like the digital age. I mean, it's cool, it's convenient, but mm-hmm. I I mean, you, there are some things you just can't replace. Yeah, with I, I yeah, I cert, I don't being I don't, I don't want to say an audiophile because I don't have that good of an ear for music, but just from my limited knowledge of music and playing guitar, like I, I would like a tube amp. It definitely does mm-hmm. give it. Because I have a solid state, which imitates a tube amp pretty well. It's a trans tube. But it's not a tube amp. Yeah. There's just that something warm about that tube. And then yeah. I don't want to run a digital pedal. Like, I like the way my pedals sound, and I like the knob I can adjust, and I can get specific gains and stuff. I know what yeah. I'm doing. I like having it there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. You make a lot of jokes about my Blues Junior, mm-hmm. that small amp. I know it's it's more of a studio amp. It's, it's kind of puny. Yeah. It's a little baby. It's small, but dude, it's all You remember all when we played at Smith's and that guy said, hey, you got your <laughs> amp up there? I was like, yeah, it's... It, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of behind the mic stand. You can't really see it. Yeah, that was funny, man. But um, I know it's small, but it's all tube, mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's got such a beautiful tone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just not getting trying to get back to house stuff. It's not really. I don't know if there's really any more because I know. In order to like hook, since I have I Emily and I both have iOS, we use Apple products, mm-hmm. so. In order to have a hub for the Ecobee, we need a new generation Apple TV that serves as the hub for iOS. Mm-hmm. And if we want voice control, the new Apple home speaker can act as a voice control. Oh, yeah. Those things are cool. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that was actually one thing that we were going to put on our registry was uh, some kind of home speaker. And I said, why don't we just wait till the Apple Home comes out and then we can put that on the registry. Or HomePod. Home, what it's yeah, yeah, home, HomePod or whatever. So, but it's, I just don't know if I want to go any further in depth than that, you know. I mean, having the lights come on when you drive up is kind of cool, but. Yeah. I, I, I've talked with a friend of mine, and he he's gotten like smart locks and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's where I started to get a little sketched out by. I it. wouldn't want that because you know that's going to be Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and I just <clears throat> I I don't know. This is my my inner paranoia. Oh no! Oh in. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent on board with it. I was telling Emily earlier, like I'm I'm one weird post away from just like wanting to delete. And wipe all my social media yeah. presence whatsoever. Like there's there's just there's something about not being on the grid that is enticing yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, and and um, that kind of that's kind of counterintuitive to what we're trying to do with this because it, it relies on a social media presence and being putting yourself out there. Yeah. But I, I just mm, it's it's creepy in a sense because like on my phone I have my my bank on there. Uh, I do pay most of my bills on and I don't know if this is going to be too much information I hope nobody hacks me but like I pay my mobile payments on my phone um, <coughs> utility payments I have to actually take a check to the city of Griffin which city of Griffin you need to get with the times you need to you need to <laughs> let mobile payment happen you can take it under the parking garage yeah I know exactly where uh-huh. it is or you can pay with a debit card or online but they charge you a surcharge a That's convenience dumb. fee and I'm going to refuse to do it out of principle because it's ridiculous. And then they're going to turn your lights off. No, 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 no. I'm I'm going to give them checks. I'm refusing to do the online. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. What I mean by online bill pay is that I can't put in the account number into Wells Fargo and then yeah. pay it through Wells Fargo. I have yeah. to go on the City of Griffin website, pay it some roundabout of two freaking way that yeah, way. it's dumb. Or go to the office, take time. Out of my day, and this is a, I mean, first world, 20th, first century <laughs> problem, but take time out of my day that I could be catching Pokemans or doing an anti-raid or something. Good grief. And go to the city of Griffin with the physical check and hand it to a lady so she can print me off a receipt. It's you ridiculous. Poor soul. Mm. Um, but yeah, like my, my, my bank's on there. Can I cut this lamp off? Yeah, you can turn the lamp off. My, I mean, my bank's on there. It's, it's everything. Yeah. So if I mean, get your passcode, pin numbers, you're done. You're yeah. Toast. So that's 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 the same thing. Just my paranoia about being able to be hacked and like mm-hmm. smart locks on your house. Like I don't know if who I don't have the know how to just kind of hack into a Wi-Fi network and then tell it to do what I want it. But I'm sure yeah. somebody that out there has that mindset. Yeah. Well. So that's why I don't, I don't want to get too okay. far into connecting my that's connecting yeah. my house. I just think I've never read the novel, but I've been really wanting to. The more, the more I read into government and all. But George Orwell's 1984. Have you ever read that? Oh yeah, I've read 1984. What? Okay, I know it's about Big Brother uh-huh. and like totalitarianism, right? Yep, yep, yep. What? Um, it's been a grand. It's been a while since I've read it. Yeah, I know a lot of people quote that, and then they kind of like compare it to what's going on with the government now. Do you mm-hmm. see any sort of con- comparison? Mm. I mean, this is just Ooh. your opinion. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. It's been so long since I've read 1984, so I don't want to mis misremember it. Um, it is totalitarian. The government there. I mean, tele, tele I think it's telescreens are everywhere, and which are like 
screens in your house and the government's watching through that, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, dog, it's been so long. Um, no, <coughs> that that comes back to something about like you need to be familiar with your constitutional rights. Yeah, and never. Even if it's something easy, never, ever, ever voluntarily give up your rights. Because yeah. as an American, you have the right to mm-hmm. exercise your rights. Yeah. So even, like, being pulled over and, like, an officer asking to search your cell phone or something, like... I mean, even if it's something easy to prove that you weren't doing something wrong, don't do it. Because it's your personal property and if they want to search it they got to get a warrant so that's i don't think the government's there yet certainly there's sketchy things like with the nsa like monitoring phone calls or something that's that's kind of a hard hard place for me just trying to i think we've kind of talked about it before but like i'm sure we have the line crossing where it's (coughs) okay to monitor something in order to prevent something bad from happening Mm -hmm. or just like total freedom where you know my i'm private it's my right you can't do that but yeah. you run the risk of like someone or whatever planning something horrible you know yeah. and well, that could have been averted with tapping yeah, that, a phone call or something that kind of i don't that, know if that made it entirely sense i don't remember in 1984 enough yeah. really well enough to make a make a comparison but i don't think we're there yet but mm-hmm. we could be if we're not careful yeah, I think if we keep going the same route, I'm, I I think we could. Because mm-hmm. I mean, our a lot of our government officials they're they're not stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I know Trump can seem like a jackass, but mm-hmm. he's clearly gotten to where he's at. I mean, he's he's smart enough to get where he's at. Sort of, yeah, he's just kind of a dingleberry. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I don't know. Like what what is it? What what exactly is the Patriot Act? That's one thing that I'm I'm thinking of in particular. Now, I, I don't want to misquote. Are you about to fact check? Yeah, I'm about to fact check. If you have anything real quick. Um, I know. I think it stemmed from after 9-11. Yeah, it definitely came from after 9-11. Um, and it's pretty much like wiretapping, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like wiretapping, <laughs> listening in on like private conversations and all. Mm-hmm. And um, I know Snowden, Edward Snowden, I don't know if you remember Roll him. Eddie. Yeah. Uh-huh. He a lot of people called him a traitor because of what he did for right. exposing the NSA. Uh huh. So I was trying to find, uh... but yeah, that's that's what it is. They're just tapping in private conversations and mm-hmm. uh, emails and all that. Um. Yeah, you were you were, I mean, basically right. It's just that that's what with the gathering of those phone calls that Edward Snowden leaked out were done under the protection of the Patriot Act. Yeah. Which is violating our rights. <coughs> yeah. You know, and so I'm, I'm a proponent of the Patriot Act not existing. Yeah. that That's what um, that's what reminds me of that book, 1984. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, like that, that is a stepping stone. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, it's a small stepping stone, but if you, you know, you give an inch, they're going to take a mile. Yeah. So that's but. why, you know, public service announcement, that's why I was very insistent on if there's ever an opportunity for you to ex- exercise your constitutional rights, you better yeah, take it. Yeah, of course. Just yes. a little public service announcement, you know. Yeah, I agree. Brought to you by Catch All Podcast. Catch All Podcast, C-A-P. You want to do a local catch real quick? That's it, man. You want to? 
lead it on. All right, uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yo. Yo, Adam, you want to hear about Artisan? Artisan? Art Artisan. Artisan, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, our local catch this week is brought to you by the band Artisan. Artisan is an Atlanta-based eclectic alt-rock group. While their upbeat live show showcases LED performers and reggae, funk, and rock vibes. Reggae, funk, and rock. Mm-hmm. Bringing back the nice 70s. old mix. Yep. I like it. Uh, this particular track is a captivating and poetic call to action for positive social change. This one's for the thinkers and the doers, the peacemakers and the wild ones. So here we have Soul to Soul from Artisan. <laughs> The shoulders of giants can call us freak the mighty. The battle of the ego is the only war we're fighting. We rise to the call of our collective spirit, screaming out, awaken, so clearly you can hear it. It's no exaggeration. This ruckus that we're making is the sound of elevation, contemplation, and escaping. Finally, we're breaking the restraints that have contained us. With the love we're growing, there's no hate that's gonna change us. But hold up now, because we're all in this together, right? create our own reality, even the things we do not like. As the man said, the revolution won't be televised. You can watch it playing out before your very eyes. I iris alight with a burning desire to cut through the wires and tromp through the mire. Our time here is come, no beaten and tired. We stand taller than ever with the light on our side. We are the unvanquished truth keepers, peacemakers, keeping pace, limitless, undefined by color, creed, or race. In the place of Babylon, we will grow a Shangri-La, unbridled and let wild to expand as it evolves. Together we will solve the age-old anarchist conundrum. The people will find peace with none below them or above them. This may seem a pipe dream to the uninitiated. Those minds still mired by media and oversaturated. While the rest of us look on and wait for something big to happen. Singing songs and flying signs while the calcified keep laughing. The fashion-centric ghost, the mass media distraction, keeps the public entertained while the DEA is trapping. And the politicians pocket every penny that you give them on the promise they'll be honest with you peasants out there living. Paycheck to paycheck till the ropes around your neck. You're hopelessly scrolling for a meme you ain't seen yet. The money machine feeds corporate greed into the office. You still cannot see that the core of these problems is the part that you play. Every day you sit stagnant. Innocent victims who chose to be passive. But if we're truly one, then this is all of our design. Let it become what it's become and sign the dotted line. For the time has come to call it done and try to realign. To shake the infrastructure that begins within the mind. Yes, we are the media. Yes, we are the idle witness. 
Yes, we are the problem, but there is a way to fix this. This is internal business for the eternally inclined. We're on the precipice of present bliss, and the tipping point is nigh. So hold your mighty head up high, put your peace sign to the sky. Casting out the darkness, it is time to shine the light. Casting out the darkness, it is time to shine the light. Casting out the darkness, it is time to shine the light. to wrap it and tap it wrap it and tap it all right plug it plug this puppy all right guys you can find us at <coughs> facebook i almost said facebook 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 catch all podcast just search catch all podcast right in that cute little search bar and hit enter yes uh you can find us at twitter instagram parker's mm-hmm. been keeping us pretty caught up I, on I, instagram i'm trying i'm trying to get in there a little bit more i posted a picture today of my cute little subaru with her basket on top yeah you're doing good so I'm, I'm trying to trying to do a more wide range of pictures other than than the every other weekly show yeah yeah you know um you can also find us at itunes stitcher Mm -hmm. leave Um, us a rating and review please that would help us climb the podcast charts and then take over as a monopoly and slowly consume every other subordinate beneath us until we become an unstoppable beast yeah we will not do any of that but Mm -hmm. please just leave us a rating that'd be wonderful and if you're feeling real brave Mm -hmm. go check us out on patreon we have a patreon page (coughs) We hope to make a at least part-time career out of this sometime. Yeah. So if you want to throw us a couple bucks, we enjoy doing this. So if you also enjoy it, let us know it by throwing us a couple bucks. And uh, we will use that money for improvement of quality Mm -hmm. of sound. Getting Matthew a nice set of headphones so he can produce on the fly. On the fly, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show if mm-hmm. you survived making it this far. Yeah, we got a little off the rails. But I enjoy it. It flowed really well. I think it did, too. Also, uh, Cardiac Half's been playing a lot of acoustic shows, so keep up with them. Find uh, any shows near you in Atlanta. Various other locations. Drew and Dylan have been going off doing their thing because Ethan and Chris are in Pennsylvania and Alabama. Yeah. So they've been playing some local acoustic shows, so if there's any near you, be sure to go check them out. And then Adam and I have our own little cover band called Scrantonicity. We just played in Griffin a few weeks ago, so be on the lookout for any more shows coming up from us. We'll probably play again. We enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I have an idea. What's up? Let's form a punk band. Uh Uh-huh. A punk band. Not pop punk. Uh Punk. A punk band. And call it Lean Meat. Lean meat. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get. I want to form a death metal band that only covers cardiac half songs. <laughs> Do you remember the local band from Griffin? They used to only sing about milk, called Lactose Punks. I that rings some vaguely dumb bell in the back of my head somewhere, right? They, in my cerebellum. They only sang about milk. Uh huh. But they were. It was oddly entertaining. Wow. They used to play at Eagles Way. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sure I've seen them then. If they played at Eagles Way, I'm sure I've seen them. Dude, we need to go to that show at Sinister Suites. Saturday, November 18th. We need... Uh, no, you got to work. I may can take a half day. Come on, we've got to go. What time does it start? I think like 8 or 9. I plug it real quick. What time? What day? What date is it? 
Saturday, November 18th. No, Saturday, November 18th. Adam uh, and I will be at Sinister Suites in Griffin for a local show. We're not playing there, but we're going to be there supporting local music, maybe. At least Adam will. Hopefully yeah. I can get off a little early. Hang on, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, what, if it, it probably starts like 6 or something, right? Hang on, I'm looking it up. I'm sorry. Now we can, uh, I'll, I'll riff real quick. Adam, yeah, he's searching on his iPhone. Technology, uh, uh, he's getting hacked in. Oh, oh, now he's getting bought out. Uh, his PayPal account is getting drained. Oh, Elon Musk is just sapping him from everything he's worth. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm out. Here it is. That was awful. I that apologize. That was terrible. Don't ever do that again. Okay, I found it. All right, Saturday, November 18th at 7 p.m. at Sinister Suites. 7 p.m., okay. That's 132 West Solomon Street, Griffin, Georgia, 30223. Come out, hang out with us, say hey, we love to meet you. Dude, Get Out is playing. Get Out? They were a, they were a local punk band. Uh-huh. It's a pretty good lineup. Is Rob playing there? Did he say he was? No, he was talking about he wanted to, I remember. Uh-huh. But, um... Ten, $10 at the door. Yeah. Acoustic sets. Yeah, this is the thing. Big pup, man. This thing, this there's going to be a lot of going on. Yeah, and then they're going to as long as you're 18 and over because it's 18 and. Yeah. That, wait, why did I say it like that? It's 18 and plus. <laughs> there's going to be an open bar. Yeah, not open. There's going to be a bar. <laughs> there's there will be drinking involved. <laughs> and there's supposed to be an art show upstairs. You want me to bring a paint can? <laughs> no, do not bring a paint can. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll take. We've we'll been ta- catch all podcast. Bleh, catch y'all next time. Sorry, it fell apart at the end. Hopefully, the sound quality wasn't bad. We haven't gotten worked out in the be- living bed bed area. Peace out, Girl Scouts.